Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Hey girl, I wanted to introduce you to our latest brand partners here at Unscripted, JFF, Journey to Financial Freedom. If you've ever felt like your finances are the thing that is holding you back from truly reaching your potential, then let me introduce you to these guys. They help online coaches, consultants, and the likes of us organize and streamline your entire financial world. By doing so, they give you the clarity and empowerment you crave to confidently scale your empire. Not only do they help you shoot for the, that dream life, but they've got this unique blend of tactical and emotional financial strategies. They dive deep, addressing money at an emotional level because they know it's those underlying beliefs and behaviors that can keep us stuck. They're passionate about transforming your relationship with money by aligning your deep-seated beliefs with those big, dreamy goals. So with JFF, you're not just achieving financial mastery, you're reshaping your entire mindset for success and empowerment. They have a vision beyond the numbers. They believe that with a solid grip on your finances, you can turn your business into a force of good, making a lasting mark on the causes close to your heart. Imagine not only achieving your financial goals, but also creating waves of positive change in your community and beyond. So how are you vibing with your finances lately? Let's level it up together and make an impact. Jump in with JFF and bring those dreams to life. If you want to hear a little bit more, tune into episode 234 with the girl, the hype girl, Steph, who we dropped in and shared a little bit about my backstory and my finance trauma and all the things in between and why I am jumping in and becoming a part of the JFF family. And you can too. Now let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl Jess with another episode of FYF. That's Fuck Yeah Friday if you're new around here. Every Friday, I encourage you to celebrate your wins, big or small, from the week. And I'm so excited to share my win of the week with you. I'm finally feeling better. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I have my health and I can recover from colds. When we went to Cabo for Christmas, the week before Christmas, I came down with a really terrible cold. And you can kind of still hear it in my chest. And I'm just grateful that my body can recover. I'm grateful that I was able to still you know, move around and get by and and ended up having a decent holiday. But it's it's not without fail that I notice how much my body does for me each and every day, right? It helps us process everything. It helps us like work through things. And it's funny, I was at the chiropractor the other day getting worked on because I've I've struggled with the neck injury from a stupid orange theory class years ago. And it's it's just a chronic thing that I have to get worked on. But he asked me the, you know, simple questions when we're checking in, when we're kind of complaining. He's like, well, is there any anything new going on in your life? And I said, no. He's like, are you under a lot of stress? And I said, well, you know, it's the end of the year. And and yeah, I, I did have a lot of stress, I feel like, but it was all good stress. I felt like I was really happy with where things were at and life was really good, but it was it was a lot. And he jokingly laughed. He's like, Jess, your body doesn't know the difference between good stress and bad stress. So, you know, you got to figure out a way to, you know, re really regulate your nervous system, even if you're stressed in a good way. And so it's what I really want to talk about today on today's episode, which is doing less but better. How can we move into 2024 with the energy of doing less but better? This looks like for me, and I'm just going to share with you some takeaways that I kind of came up with around how we can do less but do better. For me, it looks like really getting clear on my time management. And what that means is batching things out in order to create space for the magic, create space for the downtime, create space to drop into a breathwork class if I want to, create space to 
jump in the cold plunge, create space to take a day of rest, create space to go have fun with my son, travel if I want to. And in order to do that, I have to be really good with my time management. I've gotten a lot better this past year. I have done myself proud, I'll tell you that. And I hope you figured out ways to really optimize your time because when we do things that really move the needle, it shows us that we could probably optimize how we did that thing right now that you've done it. You can figure out really good standard operating procedures to get certain things done, right? If it's hard for you to get up in the morning to get to the gym, but you know if you lay out your drink, you lay out your headphones, you've got your phone charged, you've got your outfit picked out already, you're more likely to get up, get dressed, and get out the door than if you don't do any of that stuff. So how do we optimize for our future self, right? Scott, my boyfriend, he's really good at that. He batches out his little bags of vitamins for 30 days at a time. And when he travels, he batches out all of his protein powder. So he he's never off his game. And I love that. I'm more of a fly by the seat of my pants. I have everything I need and I just kind of figure it out. But watching someone who is a Virgo, him, get really strategic about batching that stuff out, I've started to pick up on some of those habits. And I've noticed that throughout the day, sometimes I'll have downtime. And I think to myself, what am I supposed to be doing right now? I should be doing more. And what's happening is I've created these pockets of space and time in my day where I'm, I don't even know what to do because I've never had them before because I always stayed playing in the busy. Can you relate to that? Have you stayed playing in the busy for too long? Do you want to kind of slow things down a little bit too? You want to get the same shit done, but you want to have more free time. Okay. So if we're here for that, stay tuned for the rest of this episode. I know the majority of you are wanting to have this conversation because I'm coaching to it so much so that all people are trying to strive for is creating more space and time to just decompress and or have creative space and time to do things that they quote unquote never have time to do, like start a podcast, like take up painting, like go for a stand up paddle, right? Go meet your girlfriend for coffee. And when I jokingly say that I'll be walking around the house sometimes trying to find things to do, it's because my body is used to running on go. And it feels like if it's not doing, then we're not being productive. So your productivity results don't come from doing mindless shit that doesn't need to get done. We'll tell you that, right? What it comes from is doing less but better. Sorry, I had a little sneeze attack there. I had to mute the mic. And we are just in the season of not over-editing this show. So if you catch a cough or a sneeze or someone doing some dumb shit in the background, just like you're here for it, right? You're here for the fact that the show is called Unscripted. Okay? Okay. So I, it leads me to my next thing, which time management being the first one. And then actually sitting down and figuring out what goals, what aspirations, what things you want to have going on in your life, and then reverse engineering not just the time you're going to create to actually do those things, but the best way to get to them, to have them make a lasting impression. Do you need to find somebody? And I always use the gym as an analogy, right? So we, we got to the gym, right? But would it have been more fun, productive if you met a friend there or if you hired a personal trainer? What would make what you're choosing to do the best, right? Maybe you don't really know what to do when you get to the gym. So if you did hire the personal trainer and put a little skin in the game by paying a trainer, how much more would you get more bang? Would you get for your buck, right? The results will come quicker because you're going to be doing things right. They're going to be optimized. You're going to you're going to have to show up because you paid for it, right? So your results are going to be 10 times better than if you try to just figure it out or wing it yourself. And I shared this particular analogy because 
I was like you. I tried to strong arm and figure it all out on my own in the beginning. And I think many of us are very resourceful. If you listen to the show, you're someone who's probably a little scrappy, someone who's not afraid to get their, you know, their hands dirty, and you're willing to do the hard work. I usually don't run with lazy fuckers. If you're listening to this show, you're not lazy whatsoever. You may just not know which way to run. And so many times I get an opportunity to work with new clients and they're like, Jess, I am like ready to go. Like I'm ready to run. Just put me on the right treadmill. What decision should I make? Where should I go? What should I do? And this is where you need to get really intuitive and really get grounded and quiet because only you can really answer that question. Before you answer that question, it usually helps when you start with thinking about how do you want to be feeling? How do you want to be feeling about your life? How do you want to be feeling about your business? How do you want to be feeling about your family and the time you get to spend with them or not? Right? And then we reverse engineer what you have the capacity for. If you're trying to run in a season where you don't have the capacity to do those things, you're just going to be frustrated. If you have a list of creative to-dos that you come up with every morning, but you know you only have 45 minutes to work on those things, they're probably not going to get done, right? If you're in a season where you need eight hours to complete something and it takes you two weeks to do it, but someone who's in a different season because they have no kids and maybe they're financially supported in this time of their life, they can get it done in one day. Your results are going to look much different than theirs. So that leads me to the third thing with doing less but better is usually your best is your best. Now, if you're starting to compare your best to somebody else's best and they're in a completely different season than you, how good do you think you're going to feel about yourself? Probably not that great. I just did a podcast with one of my girlfriends about this very thing, and it really just steals all the joy out of the things you are actually accomplishing if all you're doing is looking at people who are doing more than you making more than you, have more time than you, have more resources than you. What fun is that? You're definitely not going to have something to celebrate on Friday when we do our fuck yeah Fridays where we celebrate our wins. You'll be so caught up in what you didn't get done, you won't see how you're actually moving the needle. And when we can see how we're moving the needle, when we quiet the noise, we often see what's working and what's not working, especially if you're new to doing things that are actually productive versus just busy right? I don't know about you, but I was the most productive procrastinator you ever once knew. I got so much shit done that really nobody cared about and didn't need to get done that day, but I avoided the one hard thing that needed to get done. So at the end of the day, the laundry was done, the floors were clean, the house, the car was washed, the all the things, but the one podcast I needed to record didn't get done. And then it didn't get done the next day, but I went to the gym and I went to the grocery store and I meal prepped and I, I did all these things, all of which could have been shopped out. And I could have done the one needle moving thing in my business that I was supposed to do, but I didn't until I started to really prioritize what was going to get me to that end result. And I reverse engineered that my house didn't need to be spotless every single day, that the laundry didn't need to have one, not one sock in the basket, right? That could wait. And doing the things that were going to get me where I wanted to go were the most important. That's what we talk about eating the frog in the morning. And so when you kind of wrap your head around doing less but better, I think you probably have the answers. Intuitively, we all know what we could be doing better if we just doubled down on what we see working for our life and our business and what we see not working. Saying no to things that are energy leaks, that are taking away from our creative flow, right? A lot of times when I would try to sit down to record podcast episodes, I just wasn't in a creative headspace. So for me, I was like, I really want these to be, you know, flow. I don't want them to be super scripted. I want them to come from my heart. I want them to have meaning. But at the end of the day, the podcast is still somewhat of a business. 
and creating content is that business and it needs to be value driven. And I could spend 15 minutes doing some solid research on a topic I really want to talk about, get some good solid talking points and and put a podcast together. I don't need to be in some deep, wooey, creative flow in order to get that shit done. Will it be more fun? Maybe, but it's not going to get the, it's not going to get done. And I think at the end of the day, we just have to accept the ebbs and flows that come with entrepreneurship. It would come with life, period. Even if you're a mom and you're not an entrepreneur, even if you're in corporate and you're not an entrepreneur, you know what the ebbs and flows feel like. Some days you're on cloud nine and other days you're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just not the day. So when we are doing less but better, it allows for those pockets of time to really take that time for yourself if you're having a not so hot day or to double down and record three podcast episodes when you're feeling in creative flow because you've created that space for yourself. So I know you feel feel me with where I'm going. I hope this just inspires you a little bit to sit down and take a look at what you're currently doing. How much of it is actually worthwhile? How much of it is actually bringing you joy? How much of it is actually moving the needle in the direction that you want your life to take for 2024? And get really clear about that and set up some boundaries. Create some non-negotiables that you are going to hold yourself accountable to so that you feel proud of yourself. So that on Fridays, when you say, when you hear me text you or when you see the little text come through and I'm asking for your win of the week, you got one for me. You got one for you. Because at the end of the day, it's always you versus you. And it's you that you're here to make proud. Not me, not anybody else, not your mom, not your sister, your brother, your kids, your husband, your best friend, right? You want to prove that shit to you, that you are doing the things you said you would do. Do less, but do better. I want to hear from you. What are you going to do a little bit less of, but do better? This is our motto going into 24. If you're here for it, let me hear from you. You know how much I love doing these podcast episodes. I'd love connecting with you and building community online here. If you are looking to really put some skin in the game to move into 2024 with someone who has a vested interest in your life, I'm your girl. I'm so excited to be opening up my one-to-one coaching spots and it's bringing me so much joy because it feels so similar to holding space when I got to do hair behind the chair. That one-to-one connection is where I really thrive You get the best of everything I have, all of the things I've invested in, all the programs, the courses, the masterminds, all the rooms I've sat in, all the conversations I've had, all the podcast episodes I've gotten to record. You get all of that and so much more. My expanded network to answer any and every question you could possibly ever throw at me, whatever type of business you are trying to build. If you are a female entrepreneur or an aspiring female entrepreneur and you are looking to lock arms in 2024, I got you. These are six-month containers. If you are interested, just scroll down the link in the show notes and we can talk a little bit more about what that looks like. Y'all know we've got the Media Unscripted, our podcast agency, where we are helping people connect their voice to their brand through the power of podcasting. You are here listening to this show. You know how powerful podcasts can be and moving into the new year. If you are building a personal brand, a podcast can really help move the needle to showcase you as the facilitator of information, the go-to person for whatever it is that you want to touch people with and um, just really helping open up your ability to network and grow your authentic voice in your business and your life in order to expand your potential for opportunities. So challenging you to step outside the box a little bit, explore what those options look like for you. And I can't wait to see what your win is for Fuck Yeah Friday. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. This is your friendly reminder that if a podcast is on your heart to create, we got you, boo. We created Media Unscripted to take the guesswork out of starting, launching, and growing your podcast. I knew I had to create something that I wish existed three years ago when I started the show, which, by the way, had a different name. What does that mean for you? Simply put, 
you don't have to have it all figured out before you start. We help take the guesswork out of launching your show and creating meaningful content that adds value. A podcast can be your main source of content that not only helps you build an audience, but connects you deeper to your community. Go to mediaunscripted.com to learn more. Giving back is easy. Leave Unscripted your five-star rating and written review. I appreciate your support more than I could ever put into words. 